Hi, and welcome to Unfailing Love with Kim. You know the drill. If you haven't got your coffee yet, put me on pause, go pour yourself a cup, and I'll meet you on the couch. Hi, and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. We're going to look at our scripture passage for the week, and it can be found in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 10. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him in love. He predestined us for adoption to him, to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things to him, things in heaven and things on earth. How awesome is that scripture? just so powerful. So that is our our scripture passage for the week. I hope you can take that and hang on to it for whatever you're going through that you can just hang on to these promises and how awesome God is. Hi and welcome back to Unfailing Love with Kim. I'm going to do things a little bit different today. I'm just going to kind of chat with you guys and let you know a little bit about me. Um, usually I have a subject matter prepared and I've researched scripture and I give you both my view and scriptural view and and we talk that way. And today I, I felt compelled that I was supposed to just kind of um, sit down with you on the couch, share a cup of coffee and share who I am. So who am I? I am a 54 year old woman not ashamed of that at all. I am proud of every year that I've lived. I have an amazing husband and two beautiful children, both married, amazing people, and between them, they have given us four grandchildren, two years and younger, under the age of two actually. Our grandson, um, as you're listening to this, this is his second birthday, but as I'm recording it, Tomorrow is his second birthday, and he is so excited. He doesn't really understand birthdays yet, but he knows he's having an Elmo party and an Elmo cake, and that is enough for him. He is Elmo crazy right now. Um, and so he is my daughter and son-in-law's firstborn, and he is such a bright young man, and young boy he's not a man young boy and that part of that has to do with that most both both mom and dad are teachers my daughter is a special education teacher and she's amazing at what she does and my son-in-law actually teaches kids in China um, teaches them English over the internet and so yeah they're both teachers they both have that mentality and they're both constantly challenging him and at two years old he knows I believe all the letters in the alphabet now he can tell you 
what words start with that letter in many cases. And I think he can count last I heard to like 13 or 16, I don't recall. And I am a paraeducator and I work mostly with kindergarten through second grade. And I will tell you that I have kids in those grades, especially kinder and first that test below where my grandson is at two years old. So he, it's not that they're so low, it's that he is exceptionally high. Um, and so we're gonna have to work to constantly challenge him. I believe they are going to homeschool him or private school him, they haven't decided yet. And he has a brother and his brother is seven months, let's see. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Yes, seven months old. And he is also a blast. He's just a just a fun kid right now. And, you know, he's a little young to really start putting those same um, teachings that they did with the older one, but they will. And he, I'm sure, will pick it up as well. And then I have a granddaughter and a brand new grandson from my son and his wife and beautiful, beautiful children. I have the most beautiful grandchildren. Uh, doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. They're beautiful, they're smart, they're loving, they're kind, all of those things. They are amazing. So I love my role as grandma or as Nana. Um, my husband loves his role as Papa and the kids walk through the door and it's a fight over who gets the grandkids, whether it's Nana or Papa first. And they always choose Papa. I don't understand. I'm the one that's there more often, but they always choose Papa. So Papa is pretty special in their eyes. And I hope Nana is too. I believe that that's the case. Actually, one of the grandkids started calling me um, Nini. So I'm Nana or Nini, either one. Doesn't matter. You know what? When you're a grandma, it doesn't matter what they call you. It's just that love, that, that unconditional love that they give. And that's what kids do. They give that love because they don't know any different. So they give that kind of love that God gives to us, right? And I think that's so beautiful that that's the case. And I got way off track because I started talking about my grandchildren and that's because they're the light of my life. They really are. Um, a lot of people tend to struggle when the kids move out because they have had nothing else to talk about except the kids. Or one is so invested in the kids and the other one is not and now they just don't have anything to talk about. So I, I will highly encourage you as older couples to make sure that you find common ground before those kids leave. Thankfully we had done that and I think we are doing fantastic. We really, um, we just both show each other love all the time. and. When I see the kids doing that, the grandkids doing that, the babies, it just reminds me that that is the natural love that we have. And that's why God said, let the children come, right? He, he was talking about how children, if you, if you want to get to heaven, be as children are, because they are so naturally loving and accepting and forgiving and that's what we need to be because that's what Christ is. So let me, I kind of got off on a little tangent there and I will probably off and on because I have no script. Like I said, I am just shooting from the hip today. So I, as I said, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother or a Nana. 
and I also work in elementary school with mostly kindergarten through second grade. Love the kids, love working with them, love seeing when a light clicks on. Um, it's just such a such a rewarding job. I absolutely love it. Been doing it for 17 years with the school district I'm at, and then two years prior, I was in a program called AmeriCorps, where I basically volunteered for a small stipend, and I worked in the schools doing similar to what I'm doing now, only now I know a little bit more about what I'm doing, so it's a little more effective, I hope. And I also am a writer. I have a couple of books out. One is a children's book about God's grace, and it is, um, it was it was a very special book that I wrote, and I, I just I yeah, it's very special to me. And I my husband encouraged me strongly to go ahead and do it, and so I did. And it cost us a lot of money because I was self-publishing, even though I was going through a self-publisher, which actually was worse than if I just self-published myself. And then I decided to start a Christian romance novel. And that is out there, but it's being, I'm in the process of re-editing it because the publishers that I was under actually went out of business and it was just a real nightmare. They were arrested. It was, yeah. Anyway, so I decided just to go self-publishing on Amazon and I didn't really push it very hard. Um, oh, let me go back. The children's book is called A Hurt in My Heart and it is all about God's grace and I would love if you guys take a just look on Amazon and see what you think of how it looks. You could order it directly from me and it's cheaper than if you order it through Amazon and I am happy to sign copies that I have here. Um, we went a little crazy with buying books when I first published and so we have a Buku bucks or Buku books not bucks, Buku books. Um, the novel I encourage you not to get it just yet because I am editing it and hopefully we'll have it up in another month or so with all of its edits and it is Firefly Illuminating Darkness and that book is um, was really special to me because I never thought I could actually write a novel I did a lot of short stories but a novel is huge and I sat down um, a couple of years ago and I just sat down, oh, it's been more than a couple of years ago, but I sat down at the, at the computer and I just let the story flow out. And it's not, it is, it's a, it's a sweet little love story and it's all from a Christian perspective. And so that's, um, I think that's, that's something special. And I left a little cliffhanger on it, not a big one, but a little cliffhanger. And so I'm working on the second novel to it as well as editing the first novel at the same time. So I don't know when that'll be out, but it will have a lot more struggles in it than what the first book has. So if you read the first book, the second one's gonna have a lot more struggles and such in it. But I enjoy writing. I absolutely love writing, whether it's short stories, whether it's children's books, or the novels, I just love writing. I love spinning stories. I remember I used to, um, my daughter and I, or maybe even more than just my daughter would go to the mall and it would end up just being my daughter and I sitting on a bench and I just look around and I create stories for her out of the different 
people that were in the mall and just based on what I was seeing, I just spun stories. And so that's just something I love to do. I absolutely love being creative in that area. And so I, that's, that is a big part of my life, but I have kind of put it on the back burner. I kind of got burned when the publishing company went out and I just, um, it just kind of overwhelmed me with all that I'd been doing and they hadn't done a lot and then they were out of business and it just was, it was hard to get back up again from that, but I think I'm ready to start doing that. Um, my son-in-law also just recently um, finished his book and I will tell you more about that very soon um, because he is gonna be coming on for a interview before too much longer. And we'll talk a little bit about his book and then we'll talk about some views of things that, as far as relationship type things that are in the book and, and where he stands on those things. So um, look forward to that. And I also um, work in our children's ministry right now. It's very limited because I am a high risk for, if I got COVID, I would, um, I would probably have a lot of issues. I have had some respiratory issues in the past, I'm diabetic, and so I am, I've been working from home, and it sounds like that may be coming to an end, which is challenging to return to work at the school without, and still be able to um, try and keep myself safe. And same with the children's ministry, I am doing like background check type stuff, or, um, when we get to the point where we're having enough classes, I'll probably start doing some scheduling again. But at this point, I'm not doing in-person and that's been hard for me. Our church does do it, a recorded version on Facebook Live. And so we watch that every Sunday morning and I love it, but it's just not the same as being there, but I'm just not comfortable yet um, to be able to go out and do those things. So that's been a challenge for me. Um, I gotta love COVID, right? Um, it has been a crazy year, right? 2020 has been the craziest year of my lifetime. Um, we had, you know, several years ago, we had the, the whole Twin Tower attack and all of that. And that was horrible. And that was, that again, was something that I will never forget. Well, also never forget the year of COVID. However, I was just talking to my husband the other day about we can take a look at all the things that have went wrong in 2020. We can look at COVID. We can look at um, riots. We can look at some videotape things that have happened between police and suspects that are so wrong and However, I believe that the people who are, are protesting, peaceful protests, more power to them. However, we have a lot of rioters coming in and just destroying our country, destroying our history by knocking down statues. And it just breaks my heart to watch. And all of these things are happening. And a, and a crazy election on top of it. And I think, ah, oh, this has been just not a good year and then I think about my two grandbabies that were born in 2020 and you know what it's been a good year 
I think it really depends on what we focus on. And I really try and focus on the positive. That's kind of who I am, is I like to focus on the positive. Um, I, I'm a family girl. I love my family. I love spending time with them. I enjoy friends. I, I especially enjoy going and, and seeing the people at church. And we have a, a small life group we do here at our home. And we have felt comfortable in doing that because of we know the people well. And yes, yeah, it's, it's not a large group. It's a small group. And so we've continued to do that. For a while, we did that through um, Zoom. But we have went to the point where we're, we're meeting in person now. And I just love people. Can I just say, I just love people. There are people that I have trouble liking sometimes. But I love people. And I love building relationships with people. And that's a part of who I am. And so I hope that through this podcast, we're building some relationships because that's what I want. I want us to, I want you guys to feel that I want what's best for you. I want what's best for your marriage. I want what's best for your family. And so that's a part of who I am is I am a people person. I love, um, I love making people happy and that doesn't mean that I appease people in in ways that are dysfunctional but I like to when I can tell that the morale is down with a group whether that's my, my the people I work with whether that's people in the church whether that's um, my family whatever it is I like to start sending anonymous notes just to encourage people um, and just give them some hope and they don't have to be Christians to have a hope. It's a different kind of hope once you're a Christian and you, you understand that the hope is, is a confidence rather than just a, oh, I hope it happens, right? It's, it's, a different, it's a different thing. Hope in Christ is a confidence in Christ and in the heaven that is waiting for us. We have that, that hope that is so real and so tangible and so I, I really do like to just uplift people. I like to encourage people. I like to um, just turn struggles into positives if I can. But I also know struggles are struggles and struggles are hard. And sometimes you just need somebody to talk to as you go through those struggles. And so I, I guess I'm talking to you guys as I go through whatever struggles I'm going through. And I hope I turn it into something positive for both you and I. And let's see, what else do you need to know about me? Um, I have one sibling, my brother. I have been married now for 34 years. And I have to say at one time, I never thought we'd be here, but it's such a beautiful thing now. Um, my husband's still a truck driver, but he's home almost every night. and we have that um, connection. And if for some reason we're not meeting up face to face because his schedule's off from my schedule, then we do our devotions over the phone. And I encourage you to work towards whatever you can do with your spouse as far as devotions, prayers, reading, studying. All of those things are so good so good to do together and if you do them together that builds your your relationship that much more because 
it, then it's not just you and God and him and God and you and him. It becomes you, him, and God together entwined as one. So I am a proponent of spending as much time with God, with your spouse as you can. And I am a huge proponent of church. And right now, if that means that you are having church online, then totally understand that because that's where we're at in our home. So I am thinking that I am hmm, running out of things to tell you about me. I, I love doing this podcast. I do. It's something that I never thought I would do. My son actually encouraged me and I have felt God calling me to do it. So here I am. Here I am answering his call. And next week we will go back to um, studying his word and what his word says about how our marriages should be and how our love should be for others. For today, I just wanted to share my heart and share who I am. And so you have some idea of where I'm coming from as a person, not just as what we went through is in marriage, but as a person. And I just, um, I just love you guys. I don't know most of you, but I just love you. I don't have to know you. I pray for you. I get excited to come and share with you. So I think that pretty much wraps up who I am in a nutshell. I hope <laughs> if you have any questions about who I am, or you want to know more about me, um, let me give you some information on where you can reach me. You can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app or at anchor.fm slash unfailinglovewithkim. You can leave me an email at unfailinglovewithkim at gmail.com. You can leave me a message on Facebook at unfailinglovewithkim. Or you can call this phone number and leave a message. And I listen to the messages daily. So, but I won't answer the phone. It will just be a message. And the number is 509-582-5085. Again, that's 509-582-5085. And I am going to pray us out of here. And then we'll see each other again next week. Father God, I am so grateful that you give, you have given me this podcast so I can share your glory and your love and what you want for us in marriage and in family. And I am so grateful to be a part of it. And I just ask that you continue to work in, in my own life and my own marriage and my own family, but also in everybody who listens to this podcast, that you would, you would work in their hearts and in their lives, in their marriages and in their parenting and in every area of their life. And Lord, I just ask you to bring more listeners to hear what it means to love as you love. So I thank you and I ask you just to keep everybody safe as this next week comes along and I will be back again um, by your grace to share more next week. And I just praise you and I glorify you in all that you are in Jesus mighty name, amen. I will see you guys all again next week, and I am excited to talk to you again. So have a blessed week. Bye-bye.